He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go, folks. It is Wednesday. I am Drew Berquist. This is my show. At least it still is for today. We're having a good one. Hope you are as well. Thanks for joining us, whichever platform you are on. Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. And we've got a great guest, a friend of the show who's been on multiple times, Ted Harvey, who's coming up here in a second. But before we get to him, let's start with something that we do every day. It's called Question of the Day. And look, I feel like I preface this a lot. I don't want to st- we're already in like a quiet civil war here in the country. We've got proxy wars going on all over the place. We, we don't need any more wars. So let's just keep it kind here. I know that this is a very divisive question that I'm about to ask, but it is this. It is this. What is the best meal of the day? That's fighting words right there. Those are fighting words. We got like the, oh, we got people <laughs> snapping down an alleyway as they approach each other getting ready to go to go to blows what is this west side story? i don't know it just became west side story for some reason it just that's just what happened are you the sharks or the jets <laughs> what well, we'll get to uh we'll get to your answers hi to all you guys coming in keep keep on engaging over in the chat room there while you send in your responses today's episode is brought to you by home title lock homeowners out there beware seriously you could already and i hope you're not but you could already be a victim of home title theft and not even have a clue about it Some cyber thief could have already forged his name onto the title of your home. Here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer for my listeners and viewers. You go to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. You can see it on the screen. Simply enter your address for your free, no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief thief, is already camping on your home's title. The home title, the title to your home, you guys, is the only thing the documents and proves you own it. Once someone forges your title, he or she can take out loans on your mortgage, on your home, excuse me, they can forge your name, stating that they're the new owner, all sorts of stuff. So first things first, let's just head on over. Make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew using my promo code, which is Drew, D-R-E-W, then enter your address for your free, no obligation home title scan. That's a $100 value, guys, all for free. Head on over. Again, it's hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Okay, joining me now is a longtime friend of the show, a former state senator, the chairman of the Committee to Defeat the President, which you can learn more about at StopJoe.com. He's Ted Harvey, and he joins us now. Ted, good to see you. Good afternoon, buddy. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Well, we talked off camera. It's been too long. We're so glad that you're back with us. And I want to get into midterms, what you're doing with with the committee to 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 defeat the president. Um, you used to be involved with defend the president. So I'm having to get used to my words here, uh, but we certainly need to defeat this guy. But first I I just want to get your take on this because it's a new story that ties into Joe. And I want to get your thoughts on this trip, this, this short little trip to Delaware, something he does a lot, but he did it again. Here's the itinerary, right? He leaves at six Oh five, him and Jill, and they head to back to Delaware, back home. 640, they arrive in Wilmington, 755, they depart Wilmington, and then they leave Join Andrews for the White House at 840, back back in in time for bed at 9, way past his bedtime, probably. What do you you make of this trip? Obviously, they're saying, look, he went there to do his his civil duty and vote in the primary, but come on, he he could have done an absentee ballot, he was there over the, I mean, like, 
Does that really jive with you? Um, nothing this administration does jives with me. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I was in Delaware about a month ago. Um, never been to Delaware. It's a beautiful state. Um, went and tried to drive by the president's house and the Secret Service immediately got out of their cars and stopped us. Um, but, you know, it's interesting that this president has gone to Delaware for his vacation um, more often than any president ever. And it's I question why he continually has to go back there and do that. But, um, you know, I, I don't like to speculate, so I'll, I'll just leave it there. Well, I will, I'll cool. speculate for you because, I, I look, I, I've got concerns, and, I, and you've got an important role to play, and, and I get why you wouldn't um, want to put something on record there. But, but it is interesting. We've got this graph, too, Disco. Let's put up that. We talk about his vacations all the time. I mean, like 40% plus of, of his time in office, he's been gone. You can see by uh, by the August 22 figures, he really just had to get after it in, in August of this year. Impressive numbers. Um, not impressive if you're an American person or voter who's, who's got a president who's not doing a darn thing except for ruin everything he touches. But, but getting back to it, you know, it's always been perplexing to me and what makes sense to me given his health. And I don't know the exact reason either. So I, I'm obviously I'm speculating here. I'm not there. I can't, I can't say with certainty. But the fact that he is not well, the fact that there are no visitor logs for his residences there, so we have no visibility into to who he's meeting, what he's doing, what's being discussed, it, it, it just does raise red flags. And I think what's interesting to me is, again, we, you could go down a million different theories here, but when anyone suggests to the White House or even to the media or even to a, a Democrat voter who's willingly going along with all this nonsense— Hey, doesn't it seem odd that he's gone all the time? He's gone this much, he's not well, and there's no record of what's being done there? No, you can't. No, of course. No, that's stupid. You can't ask that question. It's like, well, hold on. How have we gotten to this point? And we have in every issue where you can't even ask questions. But that's what strikes me odd is that no one's just talking about some, some pretty, what I would think are pretty obvious questions that should be asked. Well, when asked um, by, to his press secretary, she says the president has every right to be able to spend time with his family. Well, you're, what you just showed is he's not spending time with his family. He's just driving. He's flying there, going to the um, base and spending a little time there and flying back. At what cost to the American taxpayers? Right. Um, it's ex it's exorbitant the amount of money we spend to fly our presidents around the country because you have the Secret Service, you have Air Force One, you have the helicopters, you have the military bases, you have the – when I was in, in um, Delaware, you, there were no – planes flying over Delaware. They shut down the entire airspace. So it's not just the cost of the taxpayers, it's the tax, it's the cost to the actual residents in the area as well. So um, I, I think that there needs to be more transparency. We need to, you know, be able to ask legitimate questions. What are you doing and why are you going there? And, and what is the cost to the American taxpayers? But this right. administration is stonewalling us at every step of the way. Well, and you and you bring that up, and so he's out there talking yesterday, celebrating about the you know Inf inflation reduction act, which of course does nothing to reduce inflation, is more of a climate change bill and a a, a harass the middle class Americans. It is a payoff. Bill. It is a payoff for pay to play bill, is what it is. Yeah, and everybody needs to understand what that is all about, what that bill is all about. Well, and he's out there, but he's out there. I mean, if you just on the surface, you're out there celebrating. The Inflation Reduction Act. Again, we anyone who's paying even remotely 
close attention knows that it has it has nothing to do with re- reducing inflation and it's in fact not going to these guys just keep spending but you're you're celebrating that as you spend again as you just mentioned this is a full security detail full workup going to delaware which the president always has not that that's different i'm not suggesting it is but that's an expensive iteration and it's this really one of the big elements of this is pushing their green new deal their climate you know change agenda this this new cleaner energy stuff and and as soon as you celebrate that, you get on and you t- and you put out a huge carbon footprint, which you've done as that graph shows, for uh, close to fifty percent of each month with with your travel there. It's just remarkable how dumb they think people are as they just shove this stuff right in our face and and say no 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 that's that's not what's happening. Don't, you're looking at the wrong thing. Well. The, the the media may be dumb, but the American people aren't dumb, and certainly the investment community in this country and the world is not dumb. As, as he's holding his uh, Inflation Reduction Act, the CPI is coming out with inflation at 8.1%, the highest it's been in 40 years, and the, the investors in this country, the American people, are freaking out because at the same time that the Fed is trying to use fiscal policy and raise interest rates to bring down inflation, this administration and the whack jobs in, in, the, in the Democrat Party in, in Capitol Hill are spending money like drunken sailors. So while the Fed's trying to bring down inflation, we have Washington, D.C. spending money so much that it's increasing inflation beyond anything anybody can control. So normally you have both the federal government and the Federal Reserve working together to try to control inflation. Right now, the Democrats in Washington, D.C. could care less about trying to keep things in a reasonable way. And they, they just spent another trillion dollars yesterday. Yeah. It's just going to increase inflation even more. No, it's 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 remarkable that they can't see. And I say that they can't see that they can see that they know exactly what they're doing. But they know exactly. But but they tell people, no, this is going to help. And and, and their people, they they count on their voting base and their media not understanding that. And sadly, they don't. So tell me this. So you're you're you know, you've got the committee to defeat the president. And I want to hear about some of the initiative that you guys are doing there also. But like. If you're Joe Biden, and again, I, I just said it, you're gonna lie, these guys are going to lie, say that they did this, say that they're you know, going to cure cancer, all these things, all these things that are not true. Of course, this administration's a disaster. The investing community that you're talking about, most everyday Americans are realizing like, hey, this isn't good. Like maybe, maybe some of them didn't like Trump. Maybe there's some moderates some, and obviously some lefties who didn't like Trump. But a lot of them are still saying like, ah, this guy's not good. If you're Joe Biden and the Democrat Party what do you even really have to point to and to run on right now as we head into midterms and then start to ramp up for 2024? You know, what they what they have that they're trying to say to the American people is you should be scared of Donald Trump and, and anybody who supports him. Um, and that's all they have to run on because what they have done to this economy over the last 18, 19 months is just throw money at paying off their supporters, whether whether it's paying off blue state, blue state and blue city pension funds that these lefty governments have been putting exorbitant amounts of of resources into their labor union pension funds and everything like that. That's what the very first bills that were passed did. It didn't go to the American people. It went to paying off these pension funds that were go, about to go bankrupt. And then what you saw yesterday was the Democrats' effort to pay off their donors. 
that have invested bazillions of dollars into Green New Deal um, environmental stuff. And they were going broke because that doesn't make good financial sense. So they spent a trillion dollars yesterday to bail out those in, those green investors. Um, that That's all the Democrats have to point at. And then you have the Democrat president signing a bill to say, well, we're going to write off everybody's school loans. And if you look at the polls, what happened right after he did that bill? The Democrat poll numbers, the president's poll numbers plummeted because the American people, the average blue collar worker out there who didn't go to college and doesn't have any school debt is now being told that he's got to pay off the debt for all these woke uh, students that didn't get a degree in anything that they could pay off their school debt with. So now we, the taxpayers, have to pay it off. The American people aren't stupid. And that is why you're seeing this president's poll numbers at 39, 38% going into an election where the ballots go out next week, I mean, not next week, next month, and um, that the Democrats are running scared. You saw Joe Manchin on almost every Sunday show this weekend trying to explain why he voted for this you know, boondoggle of a, of a bill right. that just paid off all of these Democrat donors. Yeah. Well, it is interesting. I mean, they really have nothing other than what, like, like you said, I mean, their, their only thing, which it's, it's, that's been the case for, what, six years now, is I'm not Trump. You know, Trump is bad. I'm not Trump. Like that's all that's literally all they have to run on, which obviously is flimsy and weak when when you look at just historic levels of everything bad happening in this country, whether it's, you know, it's inflation, it's it's the supply chain crisis we're dealing with, it's immigration, you name it. It's just an absolute mess. Uh, what are you what are what's the main focus right now at the committee to defeat the president? Well, um, obviously, the election in, in a month here is is our number one goal. We've got uh, we're supporting about five U.S. Senate candidates around the country, um, good America First Republicans who won their primaries, um, and we want to get behind them and we want to help them. We're going to get behind Ted Budd aggressively in North Carolina. I think that's a seat that we can win, and uh, we're going to be putting over a million dollars into that race, um, and. W- not only are we getting involved in these Senate primaries to stop the radical left from pushing their agenda, but we're also going after the, the Democrats themselves because you see what they're trying to do to destroy Donald Trump and other supporters of his. Um, they're going after Marjorie Taylor Greene and saying she can't run because she was part of the insurrection on January 6th, right. where you know it was, a, it was a peaceful protest, to quote the Democrats. Um, and so... If they're going to go after President Trump, they're going to go after Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to go after the vice president who actually was supporting uh, the Black Lives Matter that was burning down cities and causing $3 billion worth of damage and going after federal court buildings and things like that. We've filed lawsuits in all 50 states to say that she shouldn't be allowed on the ballot because yeah. she was instigating an insurrection against the federal government. And so was um, – Uh, Maxine Waters in California when she was telling people to aggressively go after Trump administration people and and Republican elected officials if they saw them on the streets. That is an insurrection. That's the definition of an insurrection. So we, the PAC, have filed lawsuits in her district as well to say that she shouldn't be allowed to be on the ballot. If the Democrats can do that and go after Trump and his supporters, we're going to do it alike. And um, we're the only group that's doing it. You're not seeing the RNC doing it. You're not seeing any other organizations doing it. We're doing it. And so we're going to hold people accountable. 
I love it. I love it. It's awesome. It's good that you guys are doing that. You mentioned five Senate candidates. What's your take on the Senate? Like, obviously, people feel pretty good about the House, maybe less good about the House in some circles than they did before, but still good, you know, across the board that we're going to take that back. And I hope and pray that that is true. A lot of different views and concerns about the Senate. How, how does this shake out come November? Well, the concerns about the Senate is being pumped by the mainstream media to try to uh, discourage Republicans from getting out there and voting. But I got to tell you, after what happened to the president, what happened to his supporters, um, the, our base is outraged and they're getting out in numbers like we've never seen before. But I, I think we'll take back the House by 30, 40, maybe 50 votes. Um, we only need five to take back the majority and throw Nancy Pelosi out. So I don't I don't worry about the House. I think we'll take that easily. Um, but I want to stop this stuff in the Senate from getting through and, and especially uh, make sure that we stop all these radical judges from getting appointed. Um, so we're working on the Senate. I think we will take the Senate. I think Herschel Walker um, is in a tight race, but I think he will win. I think Blake Masters down in Arizona is going to do well. I think Ted Budd is going to do well. I think um, we're going to do well in Iowa and, or yeah, Iowa and um, it, with J.D. Vance. And um, I think we've got some great candidates all across the board. I, I'm pretty excited about the, the New Hampshire primary that we had last night. I think we got a great candidate up there. The moderates and establishments in the Republicans are freaking out yes. about what happened in New Hampshire yesterday. I think it's great for the Ab conservative movement, and I hope everybody gets behind him and, and uh, we get across the finish line there as well. I love it. Well, no, I agree. I, and they are, and that's great. It's just, you know, if we can take all these things back and then also not just win the House and the Senate, but but win psychologically and, and, and actually with, with the fact that you've got establishment types like, oh, boy, oh, crap, we're in trouble. Like this movement is stronger than we anticipated. And they know, again, they know it is. That's, that's, that's why they're running scared and doubling down. But it would be a, a double victory. Well, I love what you guys are doing. Where, what's, where, um, where's the best place for people to learn more about the committee to defeat the president, what you guys are doing, and get involved? Well, thank you. Go to our website, stopjoe.com. And check out all of the stuff that we've been doing across the country for the last nine years in this effort to take back our country. But also go to that donation page, because like I said, we're spending $1.5 to $2 million in these U.S. Senate races to try to make a difference. And it's all by grassroots donors. Our average donation is about $30 a contribution. We're not getting in huge million-dollar donors. We're, we're scrapping and clawing every day to save our country. So we need every God-fearing patriot out there to help us out. So go to our website, check it out. Go to, follow us on social media at uh, defeat underscore Joe on Facebook and Twitter. And um, you can follow us there as well. Awesome. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much for what you're doing, folks. Definitely go check that out. Give to a worthy cause and campaign like this. Ted, appreciate it. We'll, we'll definitely have you back. Thanks, buddy. God bless. Have a great day. You too. All righty. Okay, everyone, good having Ted on. Make sure you smash that like button, whichever platform you're on, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Uh, the, the list goes on and on and on. Wherever you are, please do it. It's the plus sign in the boxing glove over on Rumble if that's where you are. Make sure you're subscribed on said platform. Share with other people. Tell other people about the show. Get them involved in our community. You come for the show. You stay for the community. we got a great community, uh, which you guys are responsible for. So, so kudos to all of you. Make sure you continue to engage in the chat. And then real quick, guys, my fellow Americans, everyone here, everyone who's listening in their cars, everyone who's listening even a month from now, because you're, you're backed up on episodes and you're just getting to it. 
if you've got an IRA, if you've got a 401k account, if you've got some sort of SEP or pension savings account, whatever it might be, things are scary. We just talked about it. We talked about how bad the economy is. We do frequently. This is an administration who has printed more money in the past two years than the previous 100 years combined, and they're not stopping. They're not stopping. They just keep spending at record levels. You've got the national debt that hit a $30 trillion, or $30 trillion level, which is a record. Inflation, the highest we've seen since 1982. It's only a matter of time before all of this comes crashing down. If you've got retirement savings, your money is at serious risk. Talk to my friends at GoldCo to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. You can just go to DrewLovesGold.com. They will give you $10,000 or more in free silver when you open a qualifying account. That's a great deal. It's a smart move. It's DrewLovesGold.com. Also, once you're there, fill out the information to get your free information pack to talk to a Gold Co. representative. And if you call them before you, they call you, you will get a free one-ounce Reagan coin, silver coin, um, sent to you. So good on over there again. It's DrewLovesGold.com. Also, guys, don't forget, as we told you yesterday, we will tell you in all of these days moving forward to get your locals account. You can do so at drewberkwist.locals.com. We'll be there this afternoon, and we'll be right back here in a few seconds. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberkwist.locals.com and join the community today. Okay, so let's talk inflation here. We just talked numbers. We just talked why you need to get over to Gold Co. and get a qualified account, get smart there. And guys, they will tell you when you talk to them, they're not saying, hey, take all of your money, all of your investments and dump it into precious metals, silver and gold. They will, they will say, no, 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 no. We recommend X percent, usually, usually less than half um, by a good shot. So they'll, they'll, they'll walk you through all of that. It's a free call. It's a smart call to make. Um, the Biden economy, the Biden economy. Yes, the one that is crushing you and everyone that you know right now is really, if you think about it, it's on point for the Dems. If, I mean, if, if you're someone who your goal is to crush the middle class and to bankrupt half the population, it's right on track, right? Bang up job, it. Joe. <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> Um, bring out, bring out the, the confetti and the champagne. Do we We've have champagne? <laughs> no, we I don't. don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. We don't have it here either. We have lots of other stuff. We don't have champagne. So a socialist welfare system is exactly what this communist party or the, the Democrats of today, they are the same, are going for. And they're hell bent on dragging all of us into that satanic hellscape. Because why? Keep telling you guys. I'll tell you again probably a dozen times today. They hate America. They hate America. They hate what it stands for. They hate you. And here are the latest numbers to prove it. Things that are all solvable, by the way. But it's necessary for their plan. You've got food that is up. And thanks to Adrian here for putting this together on Twitter. Food that's up 11.4%. Meat. He says meats there. You get the the meat sweats. I know it's a different conversation. But is is it, did you say meat like you say fish? Like, does that encompass all meat? Anyways, I'm taking myself well, off. Well, that's the question. Is, is is he talking about all meats? Because then, yeah. 
But even so, isn't it just meat? Like, isn't like you say meat? That could be chicken, steak, whatever. whatever. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. (laughs) Very distracted already. But meat, I'm going to say meat. I feel more comfortable saying meat. Meat is up 10.6%. Eggs are up 39.8%. Milk is up 17%. Energy, something you need, 23.8%. I'm not talking about the energy that Joe Biden doesn't have, like with his walk and, and just who he is as a person. I'm talking about the energy... To, to keep things working. Fuel and oil are up 68.8%. Gasoline, 25.6%. Gas was 220 a gallon, you guys, when the vegetable came into office. It's now 350 a gallon. was obviously much higher than that. We've hit national records under Joe Biden. And you've got the media out there, and we'll keep this graphic up because I'm coming back to it in a second, but you've got the media out there spinning the story saying gas prices have fallen in 12 straight weeks. But guys... Hello, like, wake up. This, this was all self-inflicted by the communists. And the reason I just told you before, I'll tell you again, that they're doing this is because they hate you and they hate America. Rich white liberals are the biggest enemy of the American middle class and have been since the birth of the progressive movement. But let's keep going with the numbers here. We'll, 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 we can circle back on other stuff if we want. So electricity up 15.8%, natural gas 33%, airline fares up 33.4%. I can tell you that's true. And then yesterday, as the stock market was taking a dive, the the vegetable in chief, Mr. Joe Biden himself, decided to throw a let them eat cake party. Here's a clip of 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 him there, and then we'll we'll talk about it. I actually gonna ask to bring it back up. But let's let's take a listen. Okay, you're listening there to President Biden at the White House. He's celebrating the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He says that he's been fighting Big Pharma for decades. Um, But there is this unfortunate split screen right now with the Dow taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people in the crowd. All right. So we don't need to bring it back up because I forgot that she mentioned that there. So you, you throw this party for the Inflation Reduction Act, which, as we talked about with Ted, does nothing but spend more and not reduce inflation. It just has to do with paying people off. It has to do with their climate agenda. It has to do with IRS agents, 87,000 of them, who are going to, they say, of course, not target and harass anyone who makes less than $400,000. That's absolute utter BS. But he's doing this as the market is plummeting, the Dow down over 1,200 points, with him screaming at his invisible, <laughs> visible adversaries, the, the, the tone deafness of Joe, his commie handlers, it's just astounding. It's astounding. I mean, they absolutely hate the peasant class, which you are in. They, they consider you in. If, and if you're here and you're not, then let me know. We, we're, we're working on some, some crazy new stuff, and we love your investment. But, but no, I mean, you, you get my point, right? They hate the peasant class. And sadly, because of everything they keep doing, everything they keep saying— I have no doubt, at least in the near term, that things are going to get worse. And that's not a scare. T- There's so many people, so many of the trolls coming. You just are a fear monger, this, that, and the other. No, 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 no. I'm not brother or sister, whatever. Oh, you probably don't know which one you are if you're a troll. But like, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just telling you what they're saying and telling you it's not good. Everyone should be able to see that. If you come and say, hey, it's fear mongering. You're such a mean person for talking about reality. Well then you're never going to get things. But they want to. They, it is in their DNA. Maybe not all of them, but the ones controlling things, they want to collapse Western civilization. And every policy 
that they put in place helps achieve that goal. That's what they're working towards. And one of the most hilarious parts of all this is that the trolls that show up talking to you guys again, talk shit to me on social media, are by definition useful idiots. That's what you are. Because the, the, the communist radical left, they don't only hate us, they hate you too. They just see you as, as, as useful trash. They're expendable because their lives are meaningless. Sorry, bro, your life is meaningless. They're all just like the losers in the, the Middle East. I've dealt with a lot of them who get recruited to terror groups, convinced into strapping on a, a suicide bomb, and then go clack off in, in some crowded market or at a mosque. Leaders on the left, leaders within this communist left party, look at those fools as trash. They just do. They look at these followers as trash. It's just, you're just a means to an end. You're just useful for a while. And then you're dumped. Choose the right side. It's us versus them, people. That includes you. That includes you. Hey, before we move on, can I get to something, you know, the, the serious thing? Mm -hmm. I figured out, uh, is there a plural for meat? Meat is usually used as an uncountable noun, which means that the plural of meat is also meat. So you're yes. right. You're right. <laughs> Every once in a while, I get something right. Put, put that up on the board, the yep. scoreboard. <laughs> Meat's such a big part of my life. I feel like I would be ashamed if I had gotten that wrong. Um, oh, definitely. And people are asking. We never got back to it. And I know we have a few more stories to go to, but I, I told them at the end of the show, before we wrap it up, we will, we will go back to question of the day. Yeah, you know what? I'm back, and that's my fault. When guests come on, I get excited and I want to start talking to them, and I forget that we had the question of the day. I, I even like texted you, like, "Are we going to ask Ted the question of the day?" Like, <laughs> yeah, because like, you skipped over it. Yep, I sure did. <laughs> but I sure did. We'll get back to it. Sorry. We will talk about it. Yeah. Keep sending your answers in, Disco. You keep a kind of a tab. I've got yeah. a very strong response on it. Um, I'm sure everyone else does too. So keep sending in. The, the question, if you came in late, was what is the best meal of the day? Don't fight with each other. Just give your answers. We can all be family here and then disagree. Oh, someone just mentioned Arby's. Tom's going to get in a – Tom's not going to be able to stand up. Um, Tom likes Arby's. Um, okay, so the first lady, let's talk about Jill. So they go away, right, to vote, <laughs> allegedly vote. And look, Ted can't talk about it much because – and I'm not saying he has a different thought and he's not telling us the truth, but – you know, he's in a in a organization that needs to watch their words. I don't care what I say, as you guys know. And it's it's pretty damn clear that he's going there to meet with someone because you can't you can't you can't document it. It's not documented, so it's whatever. <clears throat> but the first lady sat down for a propaganda interview with some media quizzling. <clears throat> and Jill Biden, just as a side point, I say this all the time, but Jill Biden is just an elder abusing hag. She is an awful person. No redeeming qualities whatsoever. No loving spouse. Uh, tell me, in the audience here, if you're in one of the chat rooms, you can say it here. If you're, if you're just in your car, just talk to yourself. The people in, in the car next to you will think you're crazy. That's okay. Everyone's crazy. It's 2022. But no loving spouse would ever abuse their dementia-riddled husband like this, right? In a very public way. You can't get more public than the President of the United States. You don't do that. That's a special kind of evil. 
special kind of evil. But <clears throat> she, she, she's talking about books here in this clip and how we, well, take, take a listen to it. Roll the clip, then we'll talk about it. Parents and politicians are now weighing in on what books should be in our school libraries and what their kids are being taught. Where is the line, in your opinion, with how much of a say parents should have when it comes to what their kids are learning in school? Well, I think with the pandemic, parents saw how hard teachers work mm -hmm. and how difficult this job really is. And I think if they work together in their school districts and decide what they want with their curriculum. Is there a balance between, you know, this book should be in the library, this book All is under review? All books should be in the library. All books. This is America. We don't ban books. Okay, so I agree with her. No books should be banned. But she's lying. She's lying. Democrats want to ban everything that they don't like. That's how they operate. She sh I mean... Should books like depicting sex acts be available in school libraries? Of course not. That's what National Geographic's for. Everyone's seen those. You, you, you see your first like pair of saggy boobs in like an African village when you're young. That's just that's kind of what they're for. But but Jill is of the variety. Her party is of the variety. That's fine with books like Daddy likes dildos why mommy wrestles with other naked mommies stuff like that like that's kind of like what she's all about that she's she's in on that but she would gladly ban the laptop from hell which is i get it it's not a book the constitution how about that the constitution the bible oh wait the bible already is in a lot of public school libraries They always tell you this they tell you we love the country when everything they say and do proves otherwise they say that they're for free speech but if anyone says they're in favor of something that they oppose, then you know what happens. Come on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that she would say that. Again, straight up lying. Straight up, straight up lying to the surprise of no one. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about another woman who I don't like very much. I respect her ability to eat, but you've got the Rubenesque butterball darling of the Communist Party, Stacey Abrams, who's out there now claiming that she never denied the outcome of the 2018 Georgia gubernatorial election in which she got stomped like an elderly Asian woman in like a New York subway station. Here was the, the, the clip. Take a listen. I saw that there was a challenge with our voting system in the state of Georgia. I never denied the election. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. You refuse to concede and say that you lost. Do you stand by that decision today? A absolutely. The election was not fair. The process was not fair. Was the election in Georgia statewide a free and fair election? It was not a free and fair election. But will I say that this election was not tainted, was not a disinvestment and a disenfranchisement of thousands of voters? I will not say that. You uh, notably did not concede. I did not. Okay, you acknowledged... Yes. That he won, but you did not concede. Correct. Five months later, do you still feel like your opponent won through voter suppression? Yes. Georgia okay. voters did not have their votes counted. They were not allowed to cast votes. They had their votes discarded. And it was not fair to those who filled out absentee ballots. And depending on the county you sent it to, it either was counted or not counted, assuming you received it in time. 
Brian Kemp oversaw for eight years the systematic and systemic dismantling of our democracy, and that means there could not be free and fair elections in Georgia. So you don't feel that you lost fair and square. No. All right. So <laughs> the definite, sorry you had to look at that, but the definition of gaslighting. The gap tooth grimace is now saying that she never refused to accept the outcome of the election. Obviously, we just showed you the receipts. That's not true. She's just a big, fat type 2 diabetes liar. That's just what she is. She's a Democrat. That's how they play the game. That's how they play the game. And they get a pass when it comes to lying. They always do. They get a pass when it comes to killing a staffer. Joe Scarborough, Mika. She's probably sleeping with the lights on. This is what Democrats do, you guys. This is who they are. Besides having sex with minors, they lie right to your face because they think Americans are stupid. At least they think the Americans who support and follow them or could be supporters of them are stupid. Thankfully, thankfully, I feel like the communists are finally waking up and understanding that they're, they're, <clears throat> they're pushing, pushing a little too hard on some and they're seeing that the rest of us are, are, are definitely waking up. And, and we've got this, this very overt, once quiet, but now pretty overt, albeit with words, conflict going on here. And I say waking up on their side. They're not stopping like, oh, we shouldn't do this. But they're waking up and saying, oh, crap, we've got it. In fact, it's, it's making them double down harder. Like, we've got to go even harder because our, we've, we've, we've put our foot down a little too fast on the pedal, a little too hard on the pedal. <clears throat> but people are seeing them for who they are. People are seeing them for who they are, and that is, that is helping us. And like Ted said earlier, thank God there are people who maybe weren't full-on Republicans before, or they weren't America First Republicans, or maybe they were Democrats, but they see what's happening to their accounts, to their companies under this administration, and they're saying, yeah, 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 you know what? We're not, we're not doing this. We can't, we can't do this. This is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Then sticking, you, you guys all saw this, but sticking with the communist left, you had Biden's secret police swoop in on Mike Lindell at a Hardee's drive-thru. At a Hardee's drive-thru. First of all, out of all the millionaires, I mean, Mike Lindell does very well for himself in America. If you're going to picture anyone going through a Hardee's drive-thru among them, among the wealthy. He's the guy. He's the guy. And it's an underrated fast food chain. I used to love it growing up in Minnesota because they had really salty fries. They were good. Now it's confusing who Hardee's is. We talked about this with Anna Polina a couple weeks ago. That there's Hardee's. There's Carl's Jr., depending on the part of the country. They own, you know, whatever. Checkers. Checkers. Like, it's all very incestual. I feel like it's just... I feel like it's it's the same company. I mean, the logo is exactly the same. And also, too, if you go to, like, a Carl's Jr. or a Hardee's, depending on the way you fold the foil, it'll say Hardee's or Carl's Jr. Like, it's printed on there. You can see it. So I think it's just all the same. It just depends on where you're at. and Where you're at. You know, where, you know it's, all, it's just um, regional, I guess that's what you would say. You know, What's your zip code? Yeah. What's your zip code? No, they've got some good food. But that's, that's where he got, he got hung up there in the Hardee's drive-thru. Um, so, and let's get to his take on this, because again, you might've seen this, but here's what he had to say after his encounter with the FBI. Today, the FBI, uh, you're gonna hear this, and you're probably already hearing it in the news. The FBI 
came after me and took my phone. They surrounded me at a Hardee's and uh, took my phone that I run all my business, everything with. Um, um, they could have just, what they've done is weaponize the FBI. Um, it's disgusting. I don't have a computer. Everything I do have that phone, everything was on there. And, uh, um, and they told me not to tell anybody. Here's an order not to, don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, I am. So there, so there you go. So, I mean, look. Uh, uh, don't uh, tell anyone. Yep. Oh, you mean about about this? Um, but see, I mean, look, these guys are out of control. The FBI is out of control. I keep talking about the only way, as, as good as there are some people there, and there are. Stop. If, if, you're, if you're out there saying that there's no good FBI agents, you're absolutely wrong. I know some. There's some great ones. The problem, like with the military and with every organization that's been weaponized and politicized in this country, is at the top. But you've got these people there. There's no way you can keep this going. It has to be broken up. And you could say, why do they even exist anymore? And we all know the answer to that. We're seeing it play out in front of us. But I mean, because you can't look to a time where, and, and that's not to say that they haven't done any, but where, when's the last time you saw the FBI make a good case against a real bad guy? I'm waiting. I mean, you, you don't see it, right? It's an agency that's got a long history of creating crimes and finding dupes to frame for their setups. Their activities over the last six years should scare the hell out of you. They should. The heads of that organization hate Republicans more than any criminal walking the street. More than any foreign spy trying to recruit U.S. officials here in the country. And they're now going after Trump. They're going after Trump's highest profile supporters like Mike. Next down the line, anyone with an R next to their name. Pick a name in the chat. How'd you vote? You voted Republican? You're on a list. This, this purge that they're pushing out there is in full swing. And the communist left is in, I mean, they, they're Pedal to the metal, full throttle, headed towards a Chinese style of government and the economy where the central planners choose who the winners and losers are. It is, it is, guys, it is not good. I mean, Wait. do we try to get Lynn on the show so he can not tell anyone about it? <laughs> I, you know, I thought about it this morning because I, I don't know Mike, but I know his people well. Uh, you yeah. know, obviously we've partnered with them. Uh, and you guys, look, so we, we could try and do that. Um, I, I, could, I, could, I could call them. But speaking of that real quick, and I, we've already done our, our couple sponsors for the day, but, but you know that they are good partners of ours, and you know that what they're doing to Mike is ridiculous. Please go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Drew. Not just for the sake of the show. Yes, we do. They support us. They're great sponsors, great friends of ours. But go there and support. Guys, you vote with your dollar. You push back with your dollar. It's not just what you do in, in November at the midterms. You, you've got to support companies and individuals that are standing up for what you stand up for. And my pillow is a great opportunity. They've got so much stuff there. It's amazing. We, we've got all that stuff back at our house. You know, our, our friends and family have it. A lot of you guys have it. Get more. Tell other people. Buy something. We're coming into the holiday season, as, as crazy as that sounds, as we start heading into fall. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code DREW. You can save up to 
You support a great company. And you show, get great products. Mike, we're behind him. Yeah, exactly. Get, uh, there's got, this is the guy whose banks got canceled earlier this year just for his political views. The way that we keep these companies going is, and the way that we push back against this other nonsense is we support the hell out of them. So please support the hell out of them. Get on over there. MyPillow.com. Use promo code Drew to save up to 66%. Awesome, Barb. I love that. Thank you for doing that. All right. So here's what we're going to do. It is that time. We're coming to the end of the show. We got to do question of the day first. We've got to do question of the day. Thank you for reminding me. Son of a bitch. I keep forgetting. All right. We're going to do question of the day. Then we're going to go to locals. Well, while you start telling me what the answers are, I'm going to tell you or show you what the link is for locals today and share it with you guys in the chat so you can get over there, get yourself an account if you don't have one yet. Uh, it is free and easy to set up. If you want to do booze and banter on the daily basis, you, you have, it's a small fee, but, but go check that out. So okay. Surprisingly, we had seven different entries of favorite best meal of the day. Seven. I can think of four meals. Yes. So, um, okay. Tied for fifth place. Cause the last, <laughs> the last three all had one vote. Uh, one, I think you and I could get behind this happy hour. That's one. Um, yeah. Someone randomly said spaghetti. I guess that's just the, is that, that's what they, maybe that's all they eat for that meal. (laughs) No, this is the spaghetti meal. (laughs) Okay. And then the other one that I could get behind is the 2 a.m. fridge raid. Yes. Those all had, that's like fourth meal, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yes. That's, (laughs) that's, I shouldn't really be here. But I am, and I might as well make a decision and eat something. Yes. Um, so then in fourth place, brunch, two votes, um, which I thought brunch would be higher in the count um, there. And then uh, third place, lunch. Okay. Second, second place, breakfast. And first place, dinner. All right. And All that, right. One, that one won by one vote. And then also to go back on the breakfast one, there was three separate votes for breakfast while camping, but I just counted that. <laughs> That's very specific. And very, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would put, so for me, uh, those are all good answers. Again, you know, whatever, whatever first lunch uh, says, wink, wink. I, I love brunch. Brunch is not my number two. I do love the late night meal. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but din- for, for me, dinner is, is it. it I, I agree with the other people. Dinner is the winner because, and that's, that's perfect that it rhymed like that, because it's, it's not only, and I know some people say, oh, it's not supposed to be your biggest meal, but it's kind of like, it kind of is your biggest meal. It's usually the most special meal. Like you put the most thought into dinner and it also symbolizes you've finished the day. Like the day is done. I'm sitting down to something with my family or if I'm out for, for you know, mm-hmm. with friends or what, I, like, it's, it's a celebration. Yeah. What's yours? See, I don't like for me it's it's a toss up because I I have to associate the meal with what I like the most and I love sandwiches. So for me it's like lunch. I love sand- so I like I, love I look forward to lunch cuz you you can build it and you layer it and get all that stuff, all the goodness in there. But also I I kind of I'm on a different even list than what's here is my my favorite meal is the next one cuz I'm always planning for the next one, even while I'm eating that sandwich that I love so much, it's like, Ooh, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> like you know. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking ahead, and then it's bad. Even when you and I get together, it's bad. Like we're eating dinner, and then it's like, I mean, 
are we doing pizza tonight or are we you know what are we right. doing you know like right. it's <laughs> it's really bad um thank god that i live in such a remote place that i i can get uber eats but it takes about two hours to get here wait well, yeah you're in the middle so of nowhere we we just don't we just don't order because i would be in big trouble <laughs> if i if i was closer to town um but so yeah that's that's uh I, so i guess the to go off of it, it would be lunch you know because i love sandwiches okay all right i like it i like it i can't do waffle house I literally Waffle House is. I think I've told you guys before. I, I literally not to, to give you too much information, but I don't have a filter. So I mean, my body, I'll have explosive diarrhea before I even order food at Waffle House. It just knows what's coming. It's like, oh, this is a bad idea. When I was on the road a bunch, there was this one racetrack we went to, and the hotel was right out, was right next to a Waffle House, and everyone on the cruise like, we're going to Waffle House. I'm like, I would, I'm. I'm just going to go have Taco Bell for yeah. breakfast because that's, that's the only I'm like, I'm good. They're like, why? Well, I'm like, because I've had too many bad memories with Waffle House. Like, I can't. I can't. Like, it just it just thinking about it is already getting this hurt. I'm just not going to eat. I'm skipping breakfast. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I've thought about Waffle House and now I'm I'm feeling it. So. Well, <sighs> good answers. Good answers. <laughs> I And I agree. People have defended. I, I'm not trying to shame the the breakfast while camping answer i'm just saying it's specific yeah no it's it's it it does hit different as someone said i i agree with that like that's um there are circumstances where something is is and paul darn it i'm starving an hour again i know that's just what our show does um yep. it makes you drink it makes you want to eat uh, I which you should do down together the road the show's just gonna move to a food show like yes we used to talk politics but now <laughs> We talk food. <laughs> That'd be great. I hate talking politics. <laughs> it's what I do for a living, but I, I, yep. Um, all right, folks. Well, we are headed over to locals. I've shared the link. It's in the chat. I'll do it one last time for you if you missed it, but that's where we're headed. That's where we're going to be for booze and banter to wrap up the show. We'll continue it on over there. going to talk Aaron Rodgers and Bill Maher, uh, talk, talk a couple other things. We'll get Tom on the line. We'll have some fun. We'll get ourselves a drink. That's what's happening. So get yourself a drink, get yourself over to Locals, and we'll see you there. If we can't for some reason, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe, be smart, be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.